Hi there. This is the podcast Miracles Manifesting. Welcome. So, how was your week? When last we left off, we were talking about coming to a place of peace when it comes to uh, living one's life as best we can and then gracefully accepting uh, the fact of death, which is very, very difficult. This is not easy stuff. This is not an easy topic. But the more one is connected with their spirituality, with the power of love, uh, connecting with God, universal energy, source, spirit, the easier it is to get this feeling of faith, to have this feeling of trust, not only in walking one's path in this life, but in the hereafter. Um, There are numerous accounts of people who have um, near-death experiences or say they've Uh, they've died for a few minutes on the operating table, for instance, and they have experiences to relay about, um, you know, things having to do with love, energy, light, angels. So by many, many accounts, it is nothing to fear. There's a lot of, um, evidence to point to um, energy living on in some way, shape, or form. And remember, it was Albert Einstein who um, came to the scientific conclusion that uh, energy can neither be created or destroyed, I think. So it's like the energy that's here is is always like recycled somehow there are you know and then it's up to us individually to figure out how much we're interested in um researching further in this kind of um topic uh but there are people who believe that you know lives continue, there's um, death and rebirth, and um, the whole past life thing. It's interesting, to say the least. And like I said, it's up to us individually to figure out, you know, what we're comfortable with or what we want to look into more. But um, I do want to talk about the fact that um, I do think that when one is close to death or in the process of dying, uh, our, our soul is already being cared for. And so a person becomes, you know, like numb or their spirit like leaves and soul leaves the body before the body ultimately perishes. But by all accounts, it's um, the actual process of dying is a very um, somewhat comfortable thing. <laughs> so 
and I have a theory, a working, well, I don't know about working theory, but I have a theory. And I'd be interested in hearing from different people who have had near-death experiences, if that has been their experience. I know of a few, and I know that it was my experience. Um, I've had at least two, maybe three near-death experiences. I know it's funny I say maybe three, but at any rate, um, the two that I had, uh, one was going into anaphylactic shock. And I was not scared. Um, I was actually in uh, a hospital at the time, like surrounded by nurses, thank God. And uh, I just alerted them that I couldn't breathe. And I said, it's bad, it's bad. And then it was like a light switch had been flipped off and my whole, I was just out. But I wasn't scared. So um, if I had not been able to be revived at that point, it would not have been an overly traumatizing way to go. And I have a theory that um, even in like scary situations, I believe that our souls are looked over, looked after by our guardian angels, God, and we're like removed from feeling terror and um, discomfort on all levels when we are you know actually in the f like faced with um, dying death passing so I like I said I'd be interested if, if there's any kind of study or you know talking more to people who have had near-death experiences but the point that I'm trying to make is that if dying itself isn't um, terribly uncomfortable, because I do, th and I think a person is numbed to pain as well. So, like I said, this is just a theory of mine. But so, if we are like numbed to the process, and um, our soul and spirit is removed before we experience. Um, fear and terror and pain and anything like that. So if it's overall, you know, not uncomfortable in that way, then what is there to be scared of? And it's what comes after, right? So it's really important that we work on having that foundation with God, universal energy, source spirit um, God again is good and okay so having developing developing this connection and strengthening it through prayer um, and uh, work it's being diligent it's th like having the will and the determination to strengthen one's own relationship with God. No one else can do it for you. You have to want to do it yourself. But through that, through the back and forth, you know, and praying and asking for guidance and y 
everyone develops, you develop your own kind of like back and forth and understanding of things. And, um, you know, how to receive, um, there are times going through life, receiving guidances, uh, epiphanies, um, enlightenments, uh, and it's beautiful. So one also develops confidence, confidence in God, confidence in love, confidence in living a best life, confidence in, you know, walking one's path. So the more that strengthens, then the more one feels like strong when it comes to what comes next, because what comes next, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like an adventure. Wait and see that kind of, but we have to make ourselves right on the inside. We have to um, feel good about who we are as individuals and make sure that we're living as quality a life as we can so that we, when we pass on, we know that we're clear and um, ready for what comes after because we've we've cleaned up the muck and yuck it's kind of like that makes me think of um there's this little story i read once it said um it said we are like glasses of water with sand in the bottom and a tall spoon a long-handled spoon so um let me think I haven't thought about this in a while so I have to like wipe the cobwebs off my brain but it's something like the sand is the stress in life and life itself is the long-handled spoon and it's going to stir it's always going to stir that is not going to stop so the thing to do is to not focus on stopping the spoon from stirring focus on removing the sediment and the sand in our souls so that once that is removed the spoon stirs and the water remains clear and that's kind of what I'm talking about make sure that your inner is clear and that feels that that's one of the best feelings I think people can have. Um, so it's living a best life and then faced with death and what comes after, there's a, um, there's a, a better feeling of like security, secure within oneself. And um, so I think that is, of course, a lifelong endeavor, working hard to remove our sediment and our sand. But it can be done. It can be done. And certainly, you know, uh, getting more grounded in however we choose to connect with God is, um, can only be helpful toward that, toward that end. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that because we were 
we were talking about how do we live a best life and how do we, while still, you know, understanding that along with life comes death, because it's such a hard topic, right? It's such a hard thing for anyone to think about. Um, but that's part of it. Uh, healing ourselves as best we can and, and um, working on being the best version of ourselves that we can be and um, walking that path every day. And then at the same time, exploring um, love, forgiveness, acceptance, all these things, right? Right. And connecting with God. So, uh, what else? I wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, What do I want? I just, I want to talk, I don't know, I'm feeling like, I was going to talk a little bit about one of my very, very good friends who passed away a few years ago. She passed from uh, uh, adrenal cancer. And I suppose I will. For some reason I was hesitating, but it was, I always thought of her, she was a mentor of mine, and she was one of the m more spiritual people I've ever met, but she was um, blocked when it came ultimately to uh, connecting with God, universal energy, source spirit. Um, and she was really, I think, hung up on that particular aspect. And then there was self-love that was an issue, uh, stuff that went all the way back to her childhood, um, not feeling, not feeling love from her mother, which that can be its own podcast, but uh, it's very important to heal parental uh, relationships in our pasts because I, I actually have a theory that more people than not grow up in very dysfunctional households and uh, it's quite common that people do not necessarily get what they need f on any level from their parental figures and so there can be all kinds of pain that comes from childhood but that is important to heal uh, so I was just kind of reminded about how like what a struggle it was when when um when she got sicker she got she couldn't she couldn't quite figure out how to approach her what she wanted to do in terms of um her own coming up with her own way of dealing with the cancer you know what was her process going to be what what was she going to do or not do she was waffled back and forth between uh, she couldn't quite make up her mind. So, of course, life makes up one's mind for them if, you know, if we're not proactive in that way. I mean, not making a decision is also a decision. So she kind of missed the window of opportunity and, and got sicker and sicker. And, and um, so... Again, I think what I'm trying to say is, I mean, a lot of people have 
gone through situations like this. There are some people who, when they realize that they are on the decline, <coughs> they, they rally. I mean, they make the best of whatever time they have left. They, uh, they're positive. They're upbeat. They spread as much love and have as much fun as possible. And then it runs the gamut, I'm sure, all the way to the individual who is scared and grumpy and angry and um, resentful, any number of more negative emotional experiences. And um, she never got, she got more negative, but nothing too bad. But um, I just wish that I think if she had that piece of really having um, a stronger relationship with I, I always refer to it as God, universal energy, source spirit. So, um, but if that piece was in place, and then if she had truly done the work to, for self-love and self-forgiveness and self-acceptance so that the issues with her mother were no longer uh, painful, then I think it could have been, you know, a, such a different outcome. And she would have felt differently about the experience. So I guess that's, that's just, I wanted to speak to that a little bit. And um, it's uncomfortable for me to talk about because it's sad. It's just sad. When I see people who are uh, unhappy in ways that I know can be changed, it makes me sad. But that's, that I also have to respect it to a certain degree, right? Because everyone has free will. Everyone chooses their own path. Everyone chooses how they want to live. And remember, not choosing is also a choice. <laughs> so people who move through their life and they're not actively deciding, how do I want to feel? Who do I want to be? You know, who am I? How do I react to this situation? How do I be the best me I can be right now? Um, what's happening in this particular instance? Why am I angry? How do I heal it? How do I shift? You know, these are all, you know, every day, every day. It's taking situations and saying, Okay, how do I best deal with this? With God. Hi, God. <laughs> Hi, angels. My guardian angels. My loved ones who have passed over. You know, help me out here. And uh, that's perfectly okay. And going through the day saying thank you, thank you. Remember, it's important to remember the importance of being and feeling grateful and thankful. And um, peaceful. That leads to feeling this all leads to feeling peaceful I heard something the other day what was it it was um let go let go of judgments let go of you know whatever negative stuff is coming up and choose peace and even if just the whole process of letting go 
is a way of choosing peace. If it sounds too hard, you know, to reach for that mindset. Um, so what else? I think that might be it for now. It's already been 20 minutes. Um, so over this next week, what can be your homework assignment? Um, see, like, bring consciousness uh, to your day and the different things that come up in the day. See if you can catch yourself when you're in a more negative mindset and then do what you can to shift it. Um, do what you can to... Um, you know, read more about any of the topics that, that I talked about today in this podcast. And I guess that's it. I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired tonight. So I'm going to wrap up. But, um, you know, I am sending out my very best in these very overstimulating and uh, overstimulated times that we are in. So... Um, sending love and peace <laughs> and uh, good vibes out there to you all stay tuned for more stay tuned for next week's podcast and may you be safe and well thanks so much